Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Strange News Daily is a production of iHeartMedia. In a world full of bizarre events, unsolved mysteries, and a billion stories from all corners of the globe, some news gets lost in the shuffle. This is your gateway to the stories on the fringe of the mainstream map. These are your dispatches in the dark. I'm Ben Bolin, and this is the Strange News Daily. Our first story today. While most of the world's media maintains a laser focus on the ongoing coronavirus pandemic, It appears some stories are slipping through the headlines. Just yesterday, former U.S. Green Beret Jordan Gaudreau claimed that he and a retired Venezuelan army general had launched a failed overthrow of Venezuelan President Nicolas Maduro. He told an exiled Venezuelan journalist in Florida that his forces had ordered an amphibious attack on the capital of Venezuela, Caracas, early Sunday morning. Venezuela's government said eight people were killed in the failed incursion, which it blamed on the United States and Colombia. The goal of the beach attack was to arrest President Maduro, but Gaudreau says it didn't pan out. From the onset, the ragtag army lacked funding and support from the U.S. government. This all but guaranteed defeat against Maduro's sizable, if demoralized, military. The operation also appears to have been penetrated by Maduro's extensive Cuban-backed intelligence network. Gaudreau and his associates claimed 60 men were still on the ground fighting in a daring amphibious raid, and that other cells were also being activated. However, reporters on the ground in Caracas found no sign of fighting in the capital or elsewhere as night fell. Maduro's allies linked the alleged plot to opposition leader Juan Guaido recognized by the United States and other countries as the legitimate president of Venezuela. 
He said the claims by the Maduro government are nothing more than a distraction, a ploy to pull attention away from the country's ravaged economy. President Maduro, it's true, often accuses adversaries of trying to overthrow him with the backing of the U.S. government. Venezuelan Interior Minister Nestor Reverol referred to this group as terrorist mercenaries. He said they landed in a town called Macuto, about 34 kilometers or 21 miles north of Caracas. Reverol continued, noting, They tried to carry out an invasion by sea, a group of terrorist mercenaries from Colombia, in order to commit terrorist acts in the country, murdering leaders of this revolutionary government. Diosdado Cabello, the leader of the ruling Socialist Party, said eight people were killed and two were detained, while the defense minister, Vladimir Padrino, said a speedboat had sunk and that military vessels were currently searching the coast for survivors. The U.S. State Department denied any involvement on the part of the U.S. government, but they did refer to Maduro's government as, quote, the former regime. Our second story today, a third Russian doctor has fallen fatally from a window. 37-year-old Russian paramedic Alexander Shulapov has a fractured skull after he fell from the second floor of a hospital in the Voronezh region. The paramedic had earlier complained about being forced to continue working despite testing positive for COVID-19. Last month, he and a colleague filmed a video complaining that the chief doctor at the hospital was forcing them to work despite testing positive for the coronavirus. He appeared in a second video just three days later, denying this claim. As you might imagine, some people suspected he had been coerced into making that second video, wherein he completely retracted his earlier allegations. The hospital's chief doctor, Igor Putanin, has refused to comment. Police have reportedly launched an investigation into Shulapov's fall. The Vorodez region has uh, confirmed 636 coronavirus cases as of today, less than 1% of Russia's 145,268 confirmed cases. At least 41 doctors and patients at the region's largest hospital have reportedly been infected with COVID-19. In the past few days, at least two other Russian medical professionals have died after falling from windows. Yelena Nepomayashchaya passed away on May 1st after falling from a fifth-floor window while on a conference call. And earlier, Natalia Lebedeva also died from a fall. Her colleagues believe she may have taken her own life after unfair accusations that she had spread COVID-19 in her clinic. Those last two stories are pretty bleak, we know. Uh, An epidemic of people falling from windows, what appears to be an ongoing coup. How about we lighten things up for our third story today? Scientists have made a breakthrough in the age-old war against malaria. Malaria is a mosquito-borne infectious disease that can cause a range of symptoms, anything from fever to chills to comas and death. A team working in Kenya and the United Kingdom have recently discovered a microbe that completely protects mosquitoes from getting infected with malaria. Malaria is spread by the bite of infected mosquitoes, so protecting the bugs could in turn protect people. 
These researchers are currently investigating whether they can release infected mosquitoes into the wild or use spores to suppress the disease. The malaria-blocking bug, Microsporidia MB, was discovered by studying mosquitoes on the shores of Kenya's Lake Victoria. It lives inside the gut and the genitals of the insects. The researchers couldn't find a single mosquito carrying the Microsporidia that was also harboring the malaria parasite. And lab experiments that were recently published in Nature Communications confirmed the microbe gave the mosquitoes this protection. Microsporidias, by the way, are fungi, or they're at least closely related to them, and most of these critters are parasites. However, this new species might be beneficial to the mosquito, and it was naturally found in about 5% of the insects studied. So, how does it work? Experts aren't completely sure yet. Microsporidia MB could be priming the mosquito's immune system, so it's more able to fight off infections. Or the presence of the microbe in the insect could be having a huge effect on the mosquito's metabolism. That would make it inhospitable for the malaria parasite. Microsporidia MB infections appear to be lifelong. If anything, the experiments show they become more intense over time, so that malaria-blocking effect would be long-lasting. There's also a numbers game at play here. At the minimum, 40% of mosquitoes in a region would need to be infected with Microsporidia MB in order to make a significant dent in malaria. The microbe can be passed between adult mosquitoes, and it's also passed from a female mosquito to her offspring. So, researchers are investigating two primary strategies to increase the number of infected mosquitoes. First, Microsporidia forms spores which could be released en masse to infect mosquitoes. Or, male mosquitoes, which don't bite, could be infected in a lab and released into the wild to infect female mosquitoes when they mate. According to Dr. Jeremy Heron from the International Center of Insect Physiology and Ecology, the data we have suggests that it's a 100% blockage. It's a very severe blockage of malaria. He continued saying, this will come as quite a surprise. I think people will find this a real big breakthrough. More than 400,000 people are currently killed by malaria every year. Most of the victims are children under the age of five. While huge and significant progress has been made through the use of things like bed nets and spraying homes with insecticide, these efforts have dropped off in recent years. And across the world, experts agree we need new tools to tackle malaria. That's all for now. We've been asking you to chime in with suggestions for stories you think your fellow listeners should know about for your bad dad jokes or your personal experience with COVID-19. You can let us know by tagging hashtag Strange Daily on Twitter or reaching out to me directly. I'm at Ben Bullen HSW on Twitter or at Ben Bullen on Instagram. Over on Twitter, meandering into midlife introduced us to a new terrible joke that we have never heard. Here it is. I went to the zoo yesterday and saw a baguette in a cage. The zookeeper told me it was bred in captivity. We'll pause for the groans. Thanks so much, Mike. This one made our day. And thanks, as always, to our super producer, Dylan Fagan, our research associate, Sam Teagarden, and most importantly, thanks to you. I'm Ben Bolin. We'll see you tomorrow. And until then, stay strange.
With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs, with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. Gainbridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information.